What's up, besties? What's going on? How y'all doing? Well, you know, there's a lot happening here, out here in the world, the good old wide world. How are you feeling about today? Today is, what are we celebrating? Presidents? How you feel about your former presidents? Well, before we get there, CJ here, this is the sound of black and brown. I was incognito there. Don't worry about me when that happens. Um, you know, this weather, the up down and my asthma, they're not friends. And also to, you know, it's the start of the legislative session out here in Connecticut. So there's all these meetings and conversations and, you know, all these things to prepare for. It's a lot happening and it's a lot going on. Aside from that, you know, offering support to my friends because a lot of us are, are, you know, really suffering. Some of us in silence, unfortunately. I could definitely relate to that, you know. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I know folks who are right now, you know, facing off for their housing. It's, it's really hard when you have to, you know, watch your friends in pain and more so people you don't know. I mean, a lot of people are you know fighting to just make it till tomorrow right they're fighting to survive they're literally you know hanging in there by whatever they have left in them shout out to everybody it's hard and this is no exception for the black and brown community but i'm going to focus tonight my attention on the black community who has historically and to now been denied its own history where we left off at i was telling you all how much suicide is a part of your slave history, black slaves in particular, and all others, right? They don't talk about that. And there's a reason for that. Because you see, when you're studying something to that degree, you'd also have to look into, well, what prompted the reaction or, you know, action, shall we say? Why did this individual um, feel like they had to harm themselves? What would make somebody feel like they have to do something like that in order to you know cope right well there's a lot of reasons why and especially right now i mean as i just shared um friends within my own circles people i know personally the things that they're having to go without the things that you know <laughs> we would never think we would have to give up some of us have had to sell cars some of us have to sell you know our personal jewelry to pay our rent right we didn't even get started with the food prices because i don't know how they expect people to be able to feed themselves i mean the livable wages in connecticut is a joke it's a big big joke and yet um for whatever reasons um those have been hartford our state reps and senators and mr lamont there they seem to think that we have it all now i didn't just say that for, for everybody to run and go vote republican let's not get beside ourselves here because actually, you could attribute, um, I would say, a good 97% of your strife in your life to the Republican Party. And if you didn't like what I said, you wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. From the very start of this country, from the very inception of its alleged history, because you see, there's the history they tell, and then there's the history that happened. There's been a lot of work to suppress certain things that actually happen for the sake of preserving what needs to be told by those who want to retain power. Now, 
Some people get offended by what I'm about to say, but fuck it. I was offended by your oppression and you didn't ask me how I was feeling, right? You didn't say, hey, wow, how's it going with your oppression? No, 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 no. You gave me more taxes. You gave me more reasons to hate my life. You gave me more reasons to, you know, cry late at night, right? Because you see right now, people, whether you want to, would like to, or feel like you need to, think about it. People are very, you know stressed out we're coping we're coping um and hence again i'll reference slavery now way back when they did a really great job and this was premeditated because they knew what they were doing they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing you cannot convince me by no stretch of the imagination that the oppressors had no clue what they were doing because they very carefully laid out how everything happened oh well, yeah you know columbus was this struggling guy and you know he just you know he just went over there right over there and then there and then there and he came back with these people and boom slavery that's not exactly how it went there was planning mm -hmm. think about it why would they need to plan anything what were they planning why was it to that because again he was introducing a new form of wealth. He didn't just run up to them and say, hey, you know, this wasn't like what you call it. Um, what's that show I was just thinking of? But anyway, it's not like a game show for that matter. This is not The Price is Right. That's what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. You don't spin the wheel. But he spun the oppression. Because let me tell you what he found out. He found out when he went on his escapade how much knowledge people did not have right how much knowledge you did not know because what were they doing they were living their lives they were minding the good fucking business your ancestors were just you know minding the business doing their thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and here comes columbus now and he says oh, wait a minute they don't speak my language and they seem pretty amazed by what i have on you know they were confused they didn't know but wait let's not just let's not just you know let's just not give columbus all the credit Everything you know has been taught to you, to fed to you, pushed down your throat, put in your face. It's on the ads. It's on, you know, everything you see, breathe, eat, you know, the white supremacy. It was normalized from the very, very beginning. Nobody seemed to care that somehow a bunch of people who have like five shades darker than the others occupied space, but yet everybody worshiping a white guy. Yes. Nobody seemed to be bothered by that. And then nobody seemed to care that said white guy did some real heinous shit in that book that we all supposed to follow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The portrayal of power. See, in order to successfully unify church and state, they couldn't just walk up to you and say, hey, yo, bro, let me tell you something. Let me and my people with the white hair and no taste in clothes lead everything, right? We go and do everything ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. Can this do that? So they had to figure out because remember, while while we're talking about people like your good good friends, you know Adams and Franklin and them people who got you know accredited as being the founding fathers, what did they find? How come they never took credit for slavery? That's real interesting, don't you think? Out of all the things that they they were so happy to announce that they did. Why didn't they take credit for slavery? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Now we're talking. Well, that's because they would also have to attest to what they did to their own people, wouldn't they? Yes, they would. See, we talk about the black slaves, which we should. But, you know, the reason why so many white people became very um, 
you know, astute to excusing the behaviors because they said, fuck it. If they have to be the slaves and I don't, well, shit, why not? Darwinism at its finest, survival of the fittest, right? And then you have people like Ben Franklin and them owning all the wealth, right? I mean, all the pictures, you're telling me that they stood there long enough. I don't know if any of you all have did painting or sketching, but for you to stand here and sketch a whole room full of people and a whole setup of everything going on, right? You have to have not only a good view, you have to not only all your stuff laid out, but everybody will kind of have to, you know, stay quiet and still for in order for you to get that picture, wouldn't they? In other words, my friends, what I'm trying to show you is just because it looked like it happened doesn't necessarily mean it happened like it looked. Ooh, let me pull that back. You see all these pictures of the, quote, founding father standing there, you know, figuring out how we're all going to live and survive. And, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? But they never took credit for slavery. Huh. Sit on that for a second. Out of all the things these fuckers did, they never took credit for slavery. The backbone of white supremacy. See, because even though they had the separation of wealth on pack, because let's, let's be real here. Your ancestors, and I'm talking to the black people in the room, and the brown, indigenous, all right? Your ancestors was minding the good business. Yeah, they had the little tribes here and then. You had a leader of the tribe, and, you know, this one had this daughter, and that one is, the, you know, whichever leader and so forth. They had their own little thing going on, their own little system, you see. They knew what they knew. They cooked with what they knew to cook with. They made clothes with what they knew to make clothes with. They spoke in languages that they understood. And they communicated with kindness. We don't know of any documented wars between those tribes except for what was told in very badly written comic books and movies by, of course, the white people. You'll find that interesting. I think that's hilarious. Okay. I also think it's hilarious when you consider characters like John Wayne. Right? They made sure that you had this image of the white man who survived. He had to do that. He had to be out there. He had to defend his country. Why was that such an important image to paint? Well, like, again, you could go back to your good, good friends, Calhoun, Washington, Adams. Do we need to call more names for those who don't really think it happened like that? Or would you be at peace with the fact that yes, the fuck it did? They made sure that they had a nice conversation about what power looked like. Think about that. They made sure that all the images that came after them were very carefully articulated so that whenever you saw pictures of history, right, historically speaking, here are the whites living in splendor, you know, where most of them, right, because it wasn't all of them, they still had poor white people, right? But we're going to exemplify these ones here because they pioneered this and they came from poverty and they could hear the violence playing and people crying and everybody so enamored by the bravo of these young privileged people who just took it upon themselves and we could see it in our history. Huh? I don't know about y'all, but something tells me I don't think that's how that story went, you know. I don't know. I don't know. And if you're thinking so, too, you were today's years old when you was trying to figure that shit out. Because, you see, 
While this fabrication of history is very well portrayed, guess which one in history they are working and still working to, you know, minimize? One of the things that always boggled my mind, I know that slave owners had their guns and weapons, right? But let me tell you something, black people founded peer support, you know, yes, the slave the indigenous people, your ancestors did that. Yes, simple people, but they supported each other. And you know what the oppressors figured out? In order for them not to be strong, we have to divide them. Think about it. How come when you do come across pictures of our people way back when, you don't see any hostility? You don't see tribes fighting like that. If anything is more like a little friendly banter, or will you stay over there now? They're respectful. They were respectful and they traveled to see each other, which is why it's not that inconceivable that when this person shows up and, and their hair looks well-mannered, differently patterned than mine, they're a few shades lighter. Well, maybe my skin is so dark because we live outside. Think about the logic here. Your, your ancestors weren't stupid. They were great inventors. See, the thing about it is, it wasn't just the land, you know, because let's be real here. If it was just about the land and these people, you know, the Europeans, the Americans, all of them, the white face, all the pale face had gone and big machine and big weaponry and ting, ting, ting. Then why didn't they kill everybody? Hmm. Why is that? Why would a bunch of slaves jump off a ship in protest? They died, but they did it willfully. How could you plan a protest like that if you didn't have a shred of intelligence? Because their book is not true. Their book is carefully, and their history is carefully drafted. The white supremacist history. And this is why, hashtag Taxi Ale. Did you know that a lot of those monuments and statues that people love to protect are built on the graves of slaves. Did you know that? If you didn't, you were today's years old when you found out. How do you feel knowing that? Make you proud of it still? You like knowing that under that statue were dead people who couldn't afford headstones, so they just threw their bones and bodies right there and they rotted down in there, dug a hole and that was that? You think that was nice? But why would they do that? Why would they pick those spaces? You ever noticed that? You know, we sit on and wonder with all, you know, the population growth and the change and, you know, they had to make this road and build this thing here and do all of this and that. It, you never stop to wonder why. Why wouldn't they move that statue so you could make more space over here? What is so significant? You were today's old when you found out. Because it's built on the backs of people who were innocently killed, they were exploited, raped, right? Misused, chastised, you name it, it happened. But they fought. You don't die just like that always. They fought. Why do you think they had to make sure that they had ways to protect themselves and keep them in control? You don't have to control something unless it's under your will, do you? But they had to control the slaves. They had to make sure. These slaves, your ancestors were really smart. Don't let America fool you. Uh-uh. I'm going to tell you something about your ancestors in the West Indies where I'm from. 
right? Your ancestors built their own instruments, right? Created their own bathrooms, their own sewers. See, because the reason why that comparison matters in Black American history, the history of the Caribbean is very important because for you to see what your ancestors were like, their, their capacity, their potential, anyone who speaks two languages will tell you it's not that easy to speak two languages unless the second language is you've been full of shit. Then for some people that comes naturally like Donald Trump. But outside of that, you know, the point I'm trying to make here is your ancestors, my fellow black people, were really intelligent, super, very inventive, creative. They just wanted to live. They were simple. They didn't have certain things that the white people had because you got to consider the way that the world this is another thing remember your history is not really your history it's what they told you we don't know for certain we're still finding evidence of what the towns and the landscape look like you notice all this history studying and into what we lived and how we ate and all this yada 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 but nothing gets updated I find that rather interesting, don't you? Meaning, all these museums holding all these artifacts and stuff, all this stuff being discovered. You could go into History Town any given day. And they're talking about how they found an indigenous this over here and an African this over there. And this come from uh, Latin America over here. But you don't see that in public. Now, Yale decided to humor everybody. Yale University, sigh, and um, they apologize. <laughs> oh boy, can't make this shit up. Yale issued an apology for their role in slavery. Now see, this is where I need America to really sit down and think about what I just said. Yale, we talk about Yale, Yale which is sitting in the, the middle of New Haven right now, taking up a lot of space. It has a lot of power and control, right? It has a lot of reach. Its hands is in a lot of pockets and vice versa. But also at Yale is the Yale Art Gallery, which probably shows a history of slavery and oppression and repression. Mm -hmm. Racism. Also at Yale, in some buildings, are the old chairs used from those days to remind us. Why did they have to use those? What, what's so significant? I mean, people have gained weight, we changed size. I mean, I don't get it. Like, why would you want your schools to still have this old shit in there? What was the point of that? Why not have your students who are paying so much money to go to school have classes that are comfortable and look like a space where they could be educated. But then again, if you do that, you'll be removing a history that afforded a lot of people a lot of wealth, wouldn't you? Because that's the thing with Yale. We didn't even get started about what's under Yale. We spoke about the statue. See, also on the Yale campus, if you're in New Haven, I invite you to do a tour. Do a tour. And in fact, in your own town, go in your own town. And I want you to pay attention to where these statues, these ones that they just don't want us to move. 
Why is that? I told you that's not why. Because a few of your ancestors are buried under them. Those are markers. That's what they are. And Yale has several markers. How the fuck is it that history, civilization, these people in this country, the slaves you brought here, they, they knew how to read, so I ain't buying that bullshit. They were already creative. You did not take them from there because you were bored, dude. You could have left those people right there. Okay? But Columbus didn't only start the slavery by taking the slaves. He found a way to make money. Because you know why? When he went to their lands and he saw how well kept they were. See, that's the part they're not telling you all. He didn't just roll up on Africa by mistake and say, whoa, that's a nice cane over there. I'm going to just take everybody. No, 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 no. He could have done that. What did I just say? They could have killed everybody. Think about it. If civilization is what they said, remember, this is what they said. White supremacy said back then Columbus was an idiot and he just happened to sail off course because they thought, at sunset, that that was the end of the world. So if you went past that point, you were considered dead, right? By their knowledge. Very convenient information here, don't you find? I, I find that very entertaining myself. So, mysteriously, you know, you heard what I just said. They didn't discover the rest of the world yet. Mm. Mm hmm. But somehow he discovered Africa. How he discovered covering all these places and they didn't even know it was there and how do you know what they were named that's real real interesting these are the things that they do not want you to question because you see when you ask questions and if you ask them more than once you know some people get annoyed when you ask questions me personally i might get aggy depending on what else i have going on I'll admit it. Sometimes that does happen. It's a human reflex. You know, sometimes you're doing 15 things and somebody asks you the same question answered five times. But I myself sometimes ask questions sometimes repeatedly because I'm not sure. So there's a difference in asking a question repeatedly. Sometimes it intentionally um, is, you know, to succeed in gaining information again. Sometimes, you know, you just happen to forget you need a little reminder. Sometimes you're just being kind of aggravated. In this case, we need to be all of that. We need to ask questions. How the fuck you say you discovered somewhere? You discovered it, but it had a name already. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And then we go back now, right? So he discovered everything. But you know, you got to remember the dropping hints here that we don't pick up. Not all of us. We need to pick it up. Now, to my white friends who, and I, I say this to the besties who use their privilege to support and empower because we need them too, right? Because here's the story with that now and slavery. Somewhere along the line, there was an intersection of the oppression. That's the other part of slavery they don't want you to really hear about. They do not want you to hear about the, the you know that dynamic, that intersection there where people with likened experiences, lived experiences, hello, peer support and such, you know, we're coming together to band against this thing. Remember when Harriet was freeing the slaves, when she got to her final destination, it wasn't just black people there. Okay, so put that into context here. Where did these white people come from? Where did they come from? Because all along, they were there. It wasn't everybody who was okay with slavery. 
it wasn't everybody who was okay with seeing black people getting beat down, slapped, denied. But what needs to happen, especially right now, is those people need to recognize why, why right now, especially right now, it is critical to empower and support black people. Because you see, people, if you couldn't tell from what's been going on with our women in leadership over these last decades, but more recently this last year, we need to make it normal for black women to be in leadership. When they feel threatened, they kill. They kill. Look at what's going on in Gaza. Now, while we have children starving to death in Gaza, which again, to white supremacists, this is nothing new to them, you know. This is nothing new. This is out of their playbook. I mean, to them, this is a sacrifice. This is a part of, you know, maintaining your keep. Right? You have to get used to hearing that. And to people who get offended by that, you might might want to think about why. Right? Because if we really care about humanity, and if we really care about each other like we say we do, we shouldn't be supporting war, especially when we know that right here in our country, as I'm talking to you and you're, we're both all in our nice houses and nice and warm and comfortable. Well, where I'm at is cold, so I hope wherever you're at, it's comfortable. I don't know what the weather is. But my point is you're comfortable enough to sit down and tune in, which means you have that privilege. It mightn't sound like much, but tell that to the person who's living out of a plastic bag, sleeping in an alleyway or in a graveyard. You know, it's a funny thing, you know, homeless people, some of them, like to go sleep on graveyards. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? Of all spaces, why would they feel safe there? But let's go back to those monuments, because you see how, you see how death and history come together, and religion too? Because they spend a lot of time telling us about Catholicism, how do you pronounce that? And I should feel ashamed because I went to an all-girls Catholic high school, but that's how much I don't give a fuck. And I could tell you firsthand, just like Yale, you know, those schools are built to maintain the image of white supremacy. Everything. The priest has to be white. There has to be white staff. There has to be white leadership. I'm just asking you all advanced people in America, because remember, I come from a third world country that looks like a Timberland boot. And I've been told that to my face, that I do not belong here, okay? That being said, since you all are more knowledgeable than I, I mean, granted where I come from, your fellow ancestors, like I said, you wanna see how your ancestors live? Go do some uh, research on the West Indies. They built things, they created laws, they challenged laws, they fought for land, they owned land, they created crops, they created all kinds of things. They had oppression too. Because once this white supremacy took off, there was no stopping it. See, that's, that was where the whites united. Before that, you had this country fighting with that country and this one not talking to that one. But you see, when they saw a way to keep their color in power, oh my God, the floodgates open. Speaking of color and power, why is it taking them so long to impeach Trump? You ever stop to ask yourself that? I could walk outside right now in the hood. And I could point out five black men who probably got stopped by police over the last month. Easy. Because see, when it comes to the black people, once again, 
They have no problem criminalizing us. It's easy. Mm -hmm. Look what they just did to Dr. Antoinette Bailey. Yes. Yes. All she wanted to do was to have a career. All she wanted was time to think. She said, listen, I'm getting stressed out. I just need a little time to kind of gather myself. And people said no. And this is somebody who's working in academia in a high position. Mm-hmm. Look at even Colin Powell, did you know? And if you didn't, you were today's years old when you found out. Did you know that Colin Powell, after January 1st, he rescinded his coon card. He decided he wasn't Republican no more. Yes, why is that? Mm -hmm. Because for the first time in his life, Colin saw what he probably you know, like many other non-white people who fall under the Republican spell, he saw what it looks like for real, for real. Because that's what it looks like. Don't get fooled. They're not going to share their power. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let me tell you something else. To my white people, you know, it doesn't have to be a two-party system, you know, especially when you consider the fact that the Democratic Party was born out of the Republican Party. Then the question is, does that really make it a two-party system? My answer is no. Mm -mm. What's up with the Adam and Eve shit? I mean, I get that we have Adam and Eve in the Bible, but did we have to do it like this too? Did we have to? The replicated behavior for control. If you look at how the United States has conducted its business, right? And you benchmark that against the Bible. I will bet you, you will find some serious parallels. Ooh, that makes it interesting, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Question is, who's Jesus? Who's the different characters now? Right? You have this man who has made his career Donald Trump has from exploiting people shamelessly. Mm -hmm. Now he launches sneaker line, air treasons. Okay. Now he launches sneaker line. And you all don't see nothing wrong here. But not that I agree with what Diddy or any of them did. We having a good time dragging Diddy and them through the mud though. See, we have no problem bringing on anybody who's not white, but if you fit that white supremacist profile like Trump does, nobody supports that. Mm -hmm. Nobody supports that. See, Kanye, everybody feels sorry for Kanye because they say, okay, he had this going on, that going on, he lost his mother, but did he ever stop to think that maybe he said, you know what? Not that I agree with him either. Don't get excited. I'm going to stand with them because I know they have my back. See, that's the one thing about white supremacy. Mm -hmm. That's where you get your solidarity. When you stay silent and you go along with the behavior. Which includes doing things like bullying people on and off the job. I've had the pleasure of having both. And I say that with sarcasm so separately. Right? Because that's another thing with white supremacists. They love to bully. They can't help it. It's it's part of their culture. It's how they survive. 
That's how you know them, right? They have to be in control. They have to have, you know, the last say. They have to know what's going on. They have to tell you who you are, you know, and I, I'm telling you, for them to give you a compliment is like, really, just like the Bible, giving away one of their ribs. They can't do that. That's just, no, no. And they see the world as the black people. Because, see, you got to remember, from the black people, right, and the immigrants, indigenous, however you identify. Now, let me just clarify. When I say black, that means who not white. And I'm saying that because when you do uncover your history, thank me later. See, they put many layers on things because that way you find a way to fight amongst yourselves. Again, it was done by design. They kept their past straight, didn't they? Very, very straight. You ever wonder why? How come you don't see the same kind of inner, you know, melanin disputes, you know, in a skin tone disputes among their uh, set? It's an understanding. It's white supremacy. Right? What did I say about Trump just now? He gets to walk around in public. He gets to do what he wants. But he also strikes me as the kind of person that does the same thing that any other white supremacist would do. These are the people who write people up on the job because they can, abuse their power because they can, yell at people. They're the ones complaining. They're the ones saying who not doing their job right, who don't deserve this, who don't deserve that. Very judgmental. See, the part of the problem is, is that when we started to understand what happened to us, because they did a very good job of trying to um, isolate and if not hide facts. I told you before, suicide amongst the slaves remains one of the more understudied aspects of slavery. Slavery as a whole is understudied. Still tons of work there. But you see, the more you study it and the more you uncover, the more you, you know, dismantle the status quo that governs white supremacy. See, when you start to ask them annoying questions and you figure out why they had to unify church and state, which, if you think about it, is still a problem now because some of us still feel we could pray everything away. No, 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 no. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them fool you. But they've been fooling us for this long. They decide what we need and we take it. They said, you know what, fuck it. Healthcare, we're gonna make it a profit center. And we did it. And now you have doctors charged and you just sit in a waiting room. That's a fact. And you wonder why so many people walking around without insurance. Why would I pay for something that doesn't suit me a purpose? Right now, I have to decide between health insurance and a crate of eggs. It's that real. I told you, I have friends who are going for eviction. It's real. I have had to stand there. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, right? But I'm telling you, in case you, you, you didn't know and you don't identify as white, peer support is in our DNA. Let me know if you ever had this happen to you. Standing up in a courtroom on the street and a mother's crying her eyes out because she's about to be separated from her child. And you have to stay calm because if you start to cry, it'll just escalate it even more. That's not a scene that feels nice, but it's very similar to what played out when the slaves opposed their oppression. Same thing. 
They get picked out. They get humiliated. Yep. See, they don't want you to know too much about the suicide that happened back then because any psychiatrist would tell you it would mean that you would have to study the behaviors that led to that point. And what you find out might really piss you off if you think you're pissed off now. Yes. Animals, man. Animals. What kind of person will sit there and glorify murdering somebody as discipline? Who does that? But that is what set the tone for the disenfranchisement of the black people. The criminalization of anyone who is not white or identifies as white. That's how they did it. And unfortunately, because they carefully depicted their history, their history, not ours, right? They have these wonderful pictures of our forefathers, for a founding father, what the fuck they call themselves, standing there having these group discussions, standing perfectly still. Like I said, I don't know if any of y'all painted or drew before, but that's you got to have one hell of a memory to do that to that level of exacting. Unless you didn't do it that way. Unless maybe we said, listen, we're saving this so people see what happened the way we want them to see. Do you ever thought about that? And why would they do that, you ask? Well, to preserve their image, of course. You ever notice in those pictures of those centuries how finely dressed our white pairs are? Sarcasm so separately. The affluent, the hair, everything. Everything. The affluence. Can't ruin the affluence by having other colors in it, right? We have to show that we had to take over, you see? Because that's what it was. That's what it was. And to show that we did it with reverence. We'll solicit a couple people to tell great stories about how they fought for this and fought for that. To an extent. Because they're all white people who really did pioneer certain things. But they're also white people who didn't give a fuck. And just let it all happen. But what's more importantly, like I said, I'm not from here. I'm from a little country that looks like a Timberland boot. And in my country, we grew up saying Columbus rediscovered because he didn't discover shit. How the fuck will I know what to call it if I didn't discover it? These things, these places had names. And we knew that the names stuck because those were the names that they stayed identified as. So this motherfucker went around, just picks things up and said, you know what? They don't speak my language. They don't know what the fuck I'm saying anyway. But when we document this right here, we're going to make sure. Because it had to appeal to the people to come. And you ask yourself, but, but CJ, why would they do that? The same reason why they didn't expect to find people. Think about that. They never thought, what did I What did I just explain? They thought when Columbus sailed off, he sailed off the earth. Because back then, they, you know, allegedly, allegedly, I don't know, because their story keeps changing. I believe the allegedly, though, because they weren't, they were never that small. Um, but the point is, is that they saw, they saw him go off. <coughs> Excuse me, I don't have COVID, just a little mouth off. But... They didn't, um, they didn't think he would come back. 
And then when he came back, he had the names of places down packed. It's documented in their history. I'm not making this up. How the fuck you going to discover something and know it so well at the same time? Unless you went there and somebody told you. You feel me? That's like you and I riding up to a house and it's empty. How would I know if somebody's not in there unless we, you know, we look at it. We got to investigate it. We got to ask questions. We got to ring the doorbell. You don't just roll by and just decide with somebody not home. No, you'll know by the characteristics of it, right? That's how you know. You investigate. So your forefathers were smart, you see, but they were kind. And the reason why they had to make sure that they depicted everything a certain way is so that when we all look back, we won't find the holes in the story. What do you mean all these people were so violent and nasty and scared and shit? Why are you comparing Trump to Hitler? Like, I don't see what's wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Just remember, Colin Powell decided it was a great idea to go take down Iraq because his friend George Bush saw an opportunity. This is a story that replays itself. And if you want to see the pattern, check the Bible. For mine, I'm flying. Same pattern. Must have, you know, an icon who falls on grace. Right? There must be somebody who fucked up that we could make an example out of. Right? Somebody had to be the Moses. Somebody had to be, you know, the Pharaoh. All of it. All of it. All of it. And then you see the Bible. And then you see all that Columbus doing. And then you read Shakespeare. Now, I don't know about you but I've read my share of Shakespeare. This is where, at a very tender age... I had questions because you see the way how Shakespeare is describing society. Someone was nodding up with these American books. They had us reading for history class. A little bit of a problem here. Oh, I didn't mention that due to my not being raised here. Um, our equivalent of high school uh, history, we had history and then we had social studies. So if you wanted to study like the different genres of history, there was that. And then there was, you know, the literature classes, which was also considered history. And then there was also, you know, your social studies, your geography. All of our classes went back to history. Did you see that? Peep that? I did. And I will never forget Miss Howard, my high school lit teacher. Loved that woman. Gave her hell, but I always listened to her. That was the one class I, I used to really try to get to. Because, you see, she would tell us what's the Shakespeare was describing. For example, our book was, um, you know, we didn't, we had Julius Caesar one year and we had As You Like It. And As You Like It is probably one of the tales of humanity that most ignore. It's a true story about humanity, down to the T. And this is written by William Shakespeare, while all this other shit is going on. And it sounds like people were civilized enough and talking to each other and things were happening because they were happening plays and they were doing all these different things. So how come if the white people was doing that, who the fuck told you our ancestors weren't too? Yeah, they show us the pictures of the tribes and they show us the pictures of how our, you know, our people were living. I, again, I come from the country that looks like a Timberland boot. I could go and show you people who wearing dashikis right now and saris and you know, they're looking very, very tribal. In fact, we just had Carnival and one of one of the <laughs> bands is called Tribe. 
we're, we're true to our, our heritage, right? The point I'm trying to make here, people, they showed you that. Hmm. How come we never questioned what did the indigenous people have? Why were they so determined to kill them off and get control? I start asking questions. Ask questions because you see, they weren't successful. And how we know they weren't successful is because there are very few whose DNA is 100% Caucasian now, which means that somewhere along the line, there was the mixing of DNA and all of this other fun and excitement that grown folk do, the intermingling. But there's history there, right? A lot of those slave owners love to sleep with their slaves. They like seeing them babies with the little kinky hair that they took pride in. And if you go do your history lesson, you would find out, right? Whenever they gave birth to a little slave baby, they didn't want to give her up or him up. Mm -mm, that was a prize. That was a prize. It took care of that one. It took care of that one. I had to make sure, you see. So for all who still think that Trump should be walking around. I mean, how much more does this country have to do to black people before you all say enough is enough? They can't even normalize black women being in leadership in this shithole. I come from a country where we already had a black plus size <laughs> president and prime minister. What you talking about? What you talking about? But yet by your standard, my little island is quote a third world. Because we're not developed enough. But not developed enough in terms of, you know, knowledge. That's not what they meant. It's just the same as back then. See, we don't have control over our resources enough. That's what they're really saying. So, to go back to where we started, if Columbus had this whole battalion, this man rolling up, with, with AK and 45 and a bunch of big weapon and thing and grenade and thing, why the fuck he didn't just kill off all the slaves and just roll out and take what they had because he saw how well they worked. He saw what they could do. That man rolled up on that land and he didn't think that any other race existed, much less civilized enough. So you know what they had to do? They had to figure out how to make you think, you be in the future, that you are backward. And that, my friends, is how they began to erase your history. This is how the deceiving of the blacks started. It had to happen for them to maintain power. See, because they already knew how to write things down and they figured out how to do that and they realized that your ancestor didn't speak the language. So they say, aha. Uh -huh. But if we document it so and preserve it and fuck up all their shit, people will only see our shit and not know their shit. If you didn't know so, you would have never realized how advanced Iran was back in the 60s and the rights that women had. This is a play off that goes on over and over and over. When they see advances, boop, we got to take them back. Got to bring them back. We have to do it. Right now, housing is the way they're doing it. Yes, and healthcare. Because they know that those are two things that people need. So fuck it, we won't give you livable wages. So now you have to go on the streets and live. You must go and steal. Yes, 
you will go join that gang now. So you keep what I want to make money, making money, right? And guess what? We going to keep you with that slave mentality because when you work with us, we'll nitpick, keep gaslight, write you up, right? Shame you, right? All of that happening, you know? And if you don't think so, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. Did you know? Over the last five years alone, more and more black people have been committing suicide. Again, I started off this episode saying it's been a rolling theme. Suicide is one of the understudies aspects of slavery for a reason. Here's the reason we're part of. Because if you found out what led that person to take their life or go to that level of harm, right? Then you'll start to realize what was going on around them. And you wouldn't gratify certain people and things. You won't do it. And guess what happens when you don't do that? Guess who stays in control? Power and control. Ego and agenda are the oppressor's favoritest tools. Don't you ever forget that. They love it. And they love that they have us so divided. They have to do less work. And then they'll pick a few of us to like. So we think that one day we'll be like them, but the truth is, it'll never happen. They're not, that, that type of whiteness is not going to share power with you. And what I need for the people who don't think like that, who identify as, because they're out there, and nothing wrong with you being white, the problem is when you're a white supremacist. Now we have a problem. Know the difference. And if you're going to get offended when we talk about what you did, then how the fuck you think we feel when we experienced it? You told that we liked that? You thought that felt great? You thought that was something to put in a Hallmark card? Happy Slavery Day? Is that what we're supposed to say? The fuck wrong with you all? You know? All this talk about responsibility and accountability. When are white people going to take theirs? There is such a thing as post-traumatic slave syndrome, believe it or not. And for those who may have missed it, this all only happened a little over 200 years ago. It's not that far from your history. It's not that far. You are descendants of this history. So of course it's still in you. Of course you still have the ramifications of all that happened back then, including the self-doubt, the lack of confidence. I am so sure if I could do it. What if I don't get picked? They put that in us. Yes. <laughs> There's a reason why they taught you to hate yourself. Mm -hmm. Can't control it if you love yourself. If you hate yourself, then you'll do what I say for people to like you, wouldn't you? If you look into, you know, sexual assault cases, more so cases of abuse, domestic violence, you will go look up a couple documentaries and stories of people who survived that. They have to be nice. Because you see, they get a, a little glimpse 
Because up until then, they did a good job of keeping us from ourselves until we finally got the strength together to take it back. But you see, the problem is we're so fucking tired. We get comfy. We're comfortable, right? And what we need to do is make them uncomfortable now. Yes. Things that you could do that will help us advance is do things like participate in your legislative process. Here in Connecticut, public testimony starting. That's why I said when I started off, I've been occupied with that. Black and brown, we be in that. So we have meeting and thing, thing, thing. Reach out to your legislators. Find out who have something going on. I'm not saying to go to the first one you see, but see who have what and figure it out. Go on Twitter and post something. You may not take, you know, affect anything, but if they weren't effective, why is Mark Zuckerberg gatekeeping so much? Why is TikTok pulling down all the digital creators' stuff on Palestine? I'm one of them. I made videos that TikTok took down for no legit reason. Like, seriously, like there was no, they're saying that this was too sensitive or that exposed. But then when I'm looking at the video, everybody have on their clothes, nobody getting blown up. But it, it's not that though, it's what it was showing. Because I was showing pictures of the hungry kids, right? I, and it's not the first time that's happened to me. And I am not the only one, right? There are other digital creators, content creators, this has been happening to. And I ain't even get started on the attack on Muslims yet. Yes, we get threats. You don't think I get, get threats? Shit. Of course. Your page gets trolled, right? People start talking to you in a different tone. You don't get to invited to things. Discrimination comes in different ways, but it's so normalized. They made it so normal. Some of us do it and we don't know we're doing it. And when we get corrected and called out, we'll be like a turtle. We go back and we shell. That's not how we go and solve it. That's not how we got out of the chains, man. But we still have any chains, you know. We ain't free, free. We free to their liking. And you see right now in history, they cannot afford for us to be liberated. What you're seeing right now is all about the balance of power. Okay? This is about wealth. This is why food prices are how they are. This is why people are without insurance, people living in cars, right? Children selling things. Teachers showing up to school and they, they, they do have the motivation because, you know, they're not getting supported, right? We have black students, medical students who committing suicide or they're not finishing because they don't feel supported. You telling me that coming out of nowhere? Mm -mm. But we're not done with this conversation. I want to pause for a cause now because we are going to continue it, but you know, we're almost at time. But before we go, please join me for a moment of silence for Gaza.
Oh Allah, help and protect us all. Help and protect the people of Palestine. Oh Allah, ease our pain and suffering. Allah, please, we ask for your mercy. Ease the pain and suffering of our friends in Gaza. Show mercy, bestow of mercy. Cast it on them, cast it on us. Open our hearts and the hearts of all people to give in this time of crisis and to be kind and to help whoever is in need, wherever they may be. Amen. I'm going to tell you all something. Don't let them fool you. You're amazing. If you didn't know you was today's years old when you found out. Don't let them tell you. But the black community invented peer support. That's a big part of your history they don't want you to know. Don't let them tell you, but there are white people who will give up their space because they want to see us leading. They believe in us. Don't let them tell you. But we can work together. But we have to learn first how to love ourselves all over again. And if nobody told you, you're amazing. And you're going to do it. And it's going to have good times. And it's going to have bad times. And it's going to have times where you need to take a minute and come back. But please, get it done. Because you are important. Let's not forget people like our late sister, Dr. Antoinette Bailey. Right? Her fight was important. Let's not forget people like Kwame, Tory, Huey, Malcolm, Martin, Rosa, Harriet, Audrey, Marvin, Marcus, Medgar, Fannie Mae. I could go on and on and on. Tupac even, of course. Right? We did that. We did that and we will still do it. And we'll continue to do it. Be nice to each other. Do little things. Say good morning. How are you doing? You good? Send that text to that friend. See how they're going. Right? Try to laugh things off more. And try to be kind to you. Well, that's all for this episode. I can't thank all who continue to support and encourage us here at the Sound of Black and Brown. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thank you so very much. And wherever you are, whoever you're with, have a great evening. That's all for now. Peace, CJ.